So I have a question. How are small business owners like us, who are spending 60 plus hours a week working in our businesses and are still struggling to make ends meet, who have no time to spend with family, friends, or the things we value most in life, who feel trapped inside of our businesses and it is consuming our lives? How do we get the freedom to be able to work on our businesses and not in them? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answer. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. What's up, everyone? Hope you're having a fantastic day. Welcome to today's episode. And today we are going to be talking about strategy. And I'm, this is a this is the last step in the continuation of what I've been talking about over the past three or four episodes of kind of building your business, kind of getting your business um, on track. And strategy is a huge piece of it. So what is strategy? Strategy answers the question of how. How are we going to do something? The definition of strategy is a process or system of how to reach a goal. And in doing that, a plan of action designed to reach an overall aim. So that there is the, the, the definition a process or system of how to reach a goal, a plan of action designed to reach an overall aim. And the thing about it is is that if you know your how, you will line up your decisions to effectively reach your goals. So if you know your how, you will line up your decisions to effectively reach your goals. And strategy determines the step-by-step process and system needed to stay on track. And so in part of that, we're going to talk about um, basically what I call the three building blocks, the three building blocks of of a strategy, okay? And strategy answers that main question, how are we going to get there? And so the three building blocks of that are structure, systems, and people. So... And in saying that, we also need to talk, before I get into structure, systems, and people, we need to talk about goals. We need to talk about SMART goals, setting SMART goals. Um, and if you don't know what um, SMART goals are, SMART goals, SMART is an acronym for, for um, five different words, and, and it helps you make your, glo- your goals very, it helps clarify them. It helps get rid of... Um, the things that don't make sense inside goals. So let's just talk about that. So SMART goals. The S in SMART stands for specific. Does your goal clearly state what you are trying to achieve? The M in SMART is measurable. How will you know the progress is being made on your goal? So how are you going to measure this? How do you know if you are on the right track? So you need to find some sort of mechanism to help you measure what your goal is. The A in SMART stands for attainable. What factors may prevent you from accomplishing your goals? And what systems or what steps do you need to put in place to make accomplishing your goal easy? And so we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the structure and the systems and the people. Because that's, those are the steps, those are the building blocks to attain your goal. The R in SMART stands for relevant. What values in your life 
does the gold reflect? And so, and, and that, that's really important because the thing about it is, is that most of our goals reflect some sort of value that we have or something that we're trying to accomplish and that means something directly to us. And the last one is time bound. When will you reach your goals? And that there's a big one because you have to have goals that are time bound. So give me, I'll give you an example of this. Okay. Say you want to lose 50 pounds, right? You can't set a goal that you're going to lose 50 pounds in two weeks. That is almost impossible to do. It probably is impossible to do. In fact, I've never heard of anybody doing it. But if you want to set a more realistic goal for yourself, say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in one year. That's a more realistic goal that you can accomplish. And then you could turn around and take the three building blocks of strategy and apply them to your goals. Let's just talk about that. So the three building blocks are structure, systems, and people. And structure is the system, or not the system, but it is um, the mechanism on which you're going to hang your systems on for your people to use. Okay, so let's talk about, so my example for this would be in the UPS store world, um, I want to have a higher um, revenue on my shipping, right? And the only way to do that is either you get more customers into the door or they buy a higher price shipping option. So, you know, it costs tons of money to get customers into your door, but once you get them in the door, you have to maximize what you're offering customers. Is that correct? So, the best way to do that is to come up with a system and then have your people implement them. So, our structure is going to be, we are going to try to maximize how much, how much, money they're spending on shipping okay we're going to do that with a system and we're going to implement it with people so my system would be what we call the shipping cadence and this is a basic concept of giving of educating and giving the customer more choices when it comes to shipping so <clears throat> you can't start at the lower price and go up because nobody's going to pay a higher price. I mean, nobody, the, the psychology behind that tells you that that's not going to happen. So what you have to do is, though the so the strategy behind that is this, is that you turn around and you start at the highest price and you offer that to them and, you, and then you add the value into that. So my example is, I can get it there tomorrow at 10.30 guaranteed for X amount of dollars. And then you stop and you wait for your customer client to answer. And they're either going to say yes or no to that. And they may say no, like, oh, that's way too expensive. Then you move to the next option. Well, I can get it there in two days guaranteed for X amount of dollars. No, that's still... 
still way too expensive. Okay, I can get it there in three days for a little cheaper price, right? Okay, that sounds good. And then they pick that option. Then you stop giving them choices. Once someone makes a decision and that's what they want, you stop giving people choices. That drives me crazy when someone just goes down and says, okay, next day airs this, second day airs this, three day selects this, grounds this, post office is this, boom. And they throw all those options out there. And the customer doesn't have time to process what you've said. So you have to stop at each step and let the customer process the information that you've given them and then make an educated decision because you've you've explained to them you know when it's going to get there in a timely manner and whether they find the value in that price or not and then they can make choices but you can't just blurt out everything to them in one fell swoop so we've given them this information and you stop at each one and let them process it then you let them make a decision. And then if it's too expensive, you go down to the next least expensive option and the next least expensive option and the less less next less expensive option. I can't get it. I'm getting tongue-tied. Can't get that out. But the thing about it is, is that in doing this, it it gives the customer choices. And when we stop giving our customer choices in life, then we're robbing those choices from them. And so, you know, I look at this process as this is a great way to educate on the different shipping options, right? Because I'm going through all of them until they say yes. And then the customer really has their choices. So the next time, so if, if the answer is no, it only needs to be there in three days. So I send it three days select. It's no big deal. But... So the next time they have documents that need to be there the next day by 1030, they will already be educated on that, that we have that option. They don't have to ask questions about it. They can come in and say, I need to get these documents to this address tomorrow by 1030. And we can accommodate that. So, so you accomplish, accomplish two different things. You accomplish, first of all, giving the customer choices and second, educating them. And that there's what we really should be doing because I'm really not selling shipping. I'm just, you know, the, the customer needs to know what what options they have and then they can make that educated decision. And then the last piece of that particular example is making sure that your people are executing it correctly. And so the thing is, is that, like I said, you have to pause in between giving each price or each option should I say and that's really important because you gotta let the customer have time to process what you've just given them and so in here here's another great example of not letting um, an, an employee someplace process the information you've given them so over the years, I realized that every time I just spit out as fast as I can my order at a drive-thru, they always get it wrong. And they always come back and ask, oh, was this it? And so now what I what I'm when I do when I order food at a drive-thru is that I take my time. I'm slow and I'm very articulate. 
about what I'm saying to people and in my exact order. And so if I've got multiple, so I normally always, I mean, I've got two kids. I've got, you know, well, I actually have three kids, but i got two kids living with me right now. I have to be very, very careful because one kid doesn't like lettuce, one kid doesn't like tomatoes, and it's just a whole mess. So I've got to remember what everybody likes. And so when I do this, you know, when I place that order, I take my time and I'm very slow about it because I want to make sure that I get my order correctly the first time. So anytime I go through any type of fast food drive through restaurant, I take my time because I've learned over time that if I that if I say it slow and articulate my words correctly to these folks, they it makes their job easier and I get better results. And that's the same thing that you want your people to do. Whenever you create that system, you need to show someone how to use that system correctly and all the details that are involved in that system. And so the people part is one of the most crucial things that you have to spend the most time on because you have to get buy-in from your people and you have to always work on what you know and overcome whatever objections they have and so for the shipping cadence for example is this is what i hear all the time from my employees is that well you know i i don't want to do that because you know i wouldn't pay that price the only thing you're doing is wasting my time i want the cheapest option that you have i've heard my employees tell me that and so I'll go through a little exercise to change their mind. And I may have told, told this exercise in the last episode or the episode before that, but I'm going to say it again. So I do a little exercise with them, and here's the way the exercise goes. So I ask them, hey, have you eaten at a fast food restaurant? Yes. What's your favorite fast food restaurants? Let's just say it's Taco Bell. Okay. So what do you like to get at Taco Bell? Oh, well, I love to get a... Uh, a beef burrito. That's my favorite. And what do you hate the, 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 the most at Taco Bell? Oh, I hate bean burritos. I just hate bean burritos. Okay. <clears throat> so you go to Taco Bell. You get to the drive-thru. They ask to take your order. And you say, hey, I want a, uh, a beef burrito. And they say, I'm sorry. The only thing we have on the menu today is bean burritos. What are you going to say? Most everybody says, no, I'm not going to order that. That's not what I wanted. I say, I understand. So are you still going to order? Are you going to order a bean burrito or are you going to go someplace else? Says, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to go someplace else because I'm not. Because if they don't have exactly what I want, you know, you know, and they're just like, you know, even if they didn't have the, the bean burrito, if they had like chicken tacos or a quesadilla, something else. I mean, I could eat something else, but not that bean burrito. But the bean burrito was the only option that they had. I said, so how does that make you feel? They're just like, well, I don't like it. It upsets me. And I'm going to say, and that's the same thing that you're doing to our customers when you don't give them choices and educate them on our different shipping options. You're taking away their rights and their choices. And you've already said that you don't like that. So why would you? So you have to pull yourself out of it. And realize that you are robbing our customers of their choices. 
So that's the reason why we do the shipping cadence. And so this little example helps my people really buy into why we do the things we do. And this is, and speaking of that, why we do the things we do, it is much more important for you to explain to your people, to your tribe mates, why we do the things we do. Because you always want them, you always want to get buy-in from your people. You know, you always want to get buy-in. I don't know how many, how much I can stress that. And you have to understand that it's about them. The buy-in has to be about them. It has nothing to do with you, has nothing to do with the company. But buy-in always has to deal with them. And that's part of your strategy. You always have to get your people to buy-in. And so when they when you do have buy-in, people become very much motivated to implement your systems. If they understand them and they and and they they get the why behind it and and it's about them, they understand why that they're doing these things because you know, like with the shipping case, you're robbing someone of choices. Nobody wants to rob someone of choices. It may not be the most comfortable system out there to, to implement, but the thing about it is is that it's a very important system. And on top of that, if you implement that and our shipping sales increases, dollar amount, that means that you're able to earn more bonus points. And so the thing about it is so it it's so it's helping you financially. On top of it, you're helping the customer. And you're educating the customer. I don't really like to use sales in in my business. Talk about upselling and cross-selling and that stuff. Most people don't want to don't want to do sales. It's just part of it. And so it's easier to reframe it and say, well, we don't we don't sell, but we do educate our customers. And most everybody can educate someone else about something. And most people don't have a problem doing that. So that's the reason why I changed from sales to education. Because in most cases, the products and services that we offer, people just need to be educated about them because they sell themselves. The products and services that we offer sell themselves. You just got to present it to the customer. I'll give you a prime example of this is pop sockets. If you don't know what a pop socket is, it is this little device that fits on the back of your phone and it pops out to where you can slide your fingers underneath it and hold your phone with one hand easily, okay? And we sell a ton of these things. They're really popular with the younger generation, with the younger crowd. And the and the thing what we do is that we normally just have a empty cell phone case with a pop socket on it. So this way we can demonstrate what it does to people. So this way they understand what the product is. Because if they understand and know what the product is, it's a whole lot easier for them to to buy it, right? And then second of all, we just introduce the customer to the product. So if I'm sitting there behind the register and typing their address, I might say something like, hey, have you seen our new pop sockets? We just got some new ones in. The answer could be yes or no on that. If the answer is no, hey, Maybe you want to take a look if the answer is, yeah, oh, yeah, I know you got pop sockets. Oh, yeah, but we got some new ones. You may want to check it out. The answer is the same. Hey, you may want to check it out, whether it's a yes or no. Hey, 
yeah, we got some new ones. You may want to check it out. So the thing about it is, is that once you introduce the product, and it doesn't work on everybody, but here's the thing about it is, is that you're going to have a more likelihood of selling something if you introduce it to the customer in a very casual way than if you don't introduce it at all and they don't even see the product. So that there is one of the ways that we kind of, so I'm not selling pop sockets. I'm introducing the pop sockets. If they go over there and say, oh, well, what are these? I can always just pick up that phone case, has a pop socket on it, and just show them, hey, this is how it works. They're like, oh, that's great. And so what you're doing is that, first of all, you're creating more engagement with your customer, right? You're adding value to this transaction by being interested in the customer. And when you do these things, it really makes a difference. It's all about that extraordinary customer experience and you introducing the customer to products, talking to them about what their day, being just involved in their life during this small time frame that they're there with you really makes a huge difference. And it helps you reach your goals. And our goals is always, you know, to, you know, our overall goal is for that extraordinary customer experience every time that there is my goal in my stores. If you ask my people what their job is, they're, they better by George say, uh, to provide extraordinary customer experience every time. Now I know that's impossible to do, but we can always strive every day with every transaction to be better than the last one and that there's the whole big piece of it. So the thing is, is that uh, whenever you start setting up strategies and you add in smart goals to these things, then you use the three building blocks of strategy, structure, systems, and people. You can really implement things that you never thought you could have. You got to get creative sometimes. And you also got to remember to get your people to implement them. It has to be, you know, it's always about what's in it for me, right? And so make it what's in it for them. If you do these, if you do this system, then you're going to be, first of all, providing an extraordinary customer experience that there's part of your job. Second of all, you're going to be giving the customer choices. Third, you're going to be educating the customer. Fourth, you can add more money into your pocket by doing this. And so if you make it all about your people and why we want to do these things, it's better and easier for them to get buy-in on any type of system that you are providing for them, any type of system that you are implementing. And so you have to tell them why. You always just got to tell them the why. So what I'm going to do today is that um, I've got a I've got a web page uh, dedicated to resources, and so I'm going to take my little smart goal PDF and I'm going to put it up on my resource page. So it is resources.expansioncode.com. When you get to the page, you're going to need to put in your um, name and email. And then it's going to take you to another page that you can pick either podcast resources or business resources. If you pick podcast resources, you're just going to have to click the button for whatever episode it is, which today is episode 12. And then you'll be able to download my little bookmark that says how to set goals. 
and it talks about smart goals. So um, that there's a little free gift for you guys today. Um, I will be talking on other episodes about different things. And when I have free resources like this to give you, it will be on the website. So I hope this has been um, informative today. I hope you've got something out of it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to this episode. Hopefully, what I shared with you will help you in your business journey as we share to help others expand their minds, businesses, and profits. If this episode did help you, be sure to share it with someone else that you know that it will help. We can only achieve our mission if we share it with others and always give first. I hope I can also help you even further by sharing my resources. It is a page that contains all the digital assets we use to expand our business and to help us free up time. The great thing about this page is completely free. Just go to resources.expansioncode.com to get your free access. Thank you again for tuning in. Have a fantastic day, my friends.